Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the second hour of power with your hosts, Danny DeBush, Danny DeBush, <laughs> and me, Tommy DeTrue Neubauer. Uh, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. Tell your friends if you're interested in the outdoors and other wacky things. 799-1250 is the phone number if you want to make any questions or comments. And right now, Danny, what? as we start the show... Okay. I'm giving away, or we are giving away, we are giving away a a cutting-edge outdoors hat. It's like a baseball hat. They're like $20 value, $20, $25 value. They're really nice hats. To the first caller at 799-1250, if you're the first caller, uh, Greg's going to get your name and address, and I'm going to send you out a cutting-edge outdoors hat. Wear it proudly, my friends. I got... I got another one to give away sometime during you know, the show. You know, what I was thinking about giving away, Tom, you know, yeah. I'd, got, I'd gotten this book <clears throat> sent to us. We get, like, new books on the yeah. outdoors, and they come for, you know, being as we got a worldwide audience, and they're hoping that, you know, being literary critics, which we are, highly learned and knowledgeable, that we'll do, a, like, a review. Uh, so this one's called Building Wood Fires. That's difficult. Yeah, and it's <laughs> techniques and skills for stoking the flames both indoors and out. It's written by an Annette. Mcgivney. Wait a minute. That's a pretty big book. It's uh, how to build a wood it's fire. It's from the Countryman Press, a division of WBW Norton and Company. But it's got a lot of... In, I suppose I should read this because if I'm ever lost in the wilderness, it's talking about how to build all these different fires. But the part that I just discovered, Tom, because yeah. I was going to say if anybody wants to call, we'll give this away. But they got this last part of the book. It says, Cooking with Fire. Ooh. And they got all these. It says, learn how to harness flames for delicious, nutritious outdoor meals. It doesn't say nutritious. 
with these tasty recipes and centuries-old cooking methods. And it talks cooking with coals, grilling. Uh, here's one that looks as special, the Southwest Campfire Scramble. Mm-hmm. And have you ever done a lot of, have you ever, ever done any cooking over a, a fire, Tom, like camping? Besides, besides my grill? Besides a grill. Have you ever actually done? No. No. But I've seen people taking the the big Dutch cast iron ovens, you know, and all that with the lids and all that stuff. I've seen them do it, but I never have. Here's a fascinating one. Pepperoni pizza logs. It says, prepare your pizza days or weeks ahead of time and stick it in the fridge. Once in camp, place the foil-covered rolled dough on hot coals and presto. Dinner is ready in minutes. So it says you need two ingredients, two sheets of heavy-duty foil. Double them and coat them with a light layer of olive oil. And then you get 14 ounces of refrigerated pizza dough. Mm Mm-hmm. And 12 ounces pizza sauce, 12 ounces shredded mozzarella, and then the pepperoni, and a dash of all-purpose flour, some dried Italian seasoning, and then add your favorite fixings. Put it on a campfire, uh, and it says you place the wrap pizza log on hot coals and cook for 15 minutes. Turn log over and cook for 10 to 15 minutes more until crust is golden brown. So pizza on a campfire. I know there. There's a lot of different things that people do make over campfires. That sounds like yeah. fun, though. Yeah. I, that that's something that doesn't seem that complicated. Oh. That even a guy like me might be able to try that one. <laughs> Here's one you do: peach streusel coffee cake. I've seen that. I've seen people make that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do you want to give away that book? You want to no, mail it I'm out? Gonna, to, no, gonna, I'm going to keep it now. Now you're good. Now he finds the recipes. Now Here. he's going to keep it. <laughs> want to see the recipe I've used over a campfire? There you go. Hot couple, dogs. Couple <laughs> wieners on a stick. Yeah, hey, that's that, pretty hey, easy. That could be a gut report. Stick yeah. it in the fire. That's Bushy's gut report. <laughs> Get the wiener, put it on a stick, and hold it over the fire. <clears throat> Here's the problem, though, Tom. What's that? The stick goes on fire, and your wiener drops into the into the. So you got to make sure that you got a pretty sturdy stick or a metal one. A metal. That would be nice. Coat hanger. Yeah. Oh, coat hanger would work. Yeah, right. Not not painted white though. But then you're gonna have poisonous paint in your. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. No, no, it's it's all fun to you have some poisonous paint in your wiener. Yeah, they make special, you know, hot dog holding things. They make special ones just for that. They got one spicy beef, red pepper, and mushroom skewers. The perfect s'more. Oh, does this look? Uh-oh. The perfect s'more. Well, she'll be does out. This look good. That deer camp instead of hunting, he'll be starting a fire no, and this, cooking stuff this summer. You better think... go up to Midwestern Shooter Supply and buy one of those cast iron pots. You know, I so am you can going hang to go see Randy. In fact, we got to call Randy and get him back on the show sometime. Yeah, soon. no kidding. He's busy over there, and yeah. I know Midwestern. You know. Brisk business up there around the holidays. I'm going to go get a new Leopold Variex 3i. I thought you just got a new scope. I I did. I got it for my uh, 270 Able. You need another one. Now I want the smaller, lighter, compact version for my Ruger 44 carbine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the plan. I'll tell you what, I missed that. You have one of those. They have 44. With Ruger 44 carbine? Yeah, they still have that. Now, the old ones they had 
were the you had the mega you had the uh, tubular magazine on yours. No, way no, back it when. Had a, no, it had a little clip. It had a clip. You sure? I'm almost positive. No, they. Yeah, I think the only ones that had the clip were the Deerfield ones that they started making in 2000 and discontinued in 2007. They got the I rotary style it. clip, just like the 1022, oh, yeah. and it was kind of a redesigned. Ruger 40 field four. I could have swore I carbine. had like a little five shot clip. I don't, I don't, I don't think so, buddy. But I don't, I, I, you know what? I don't remember. It's been that long. I don't, I don't remember. You but can I love still, that gun. You can still find them on like Guns America and so forth. Yeah. You can still buy them for six, seven hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. Those old, old ones go. Now, uh, my Deerfield, yeah. those go for like twelve hundred bucks. Do they really? Yeah. Wow. I bought it for five hundred fifty way back in the day, brand new, and they doubled. Mm. Everybody wants is highly mm. coveted. Little you know, I find carbine. that 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 gun was an awesome drive gun. Oh yeah, I mean it, it's short, it's small. I mean you can get it up to your shoulder quick, and that forty-four mag bullet. Granted, that's not going to go real far. You know, not right. going to make long shots, but in the brush. It just goes right through did branches. Did you have open and, sights on yours yeah, then? Yeah, I did not have See, those. mine came with a peep sight, but then I went and put, you know, like I said, I put one scope on it, but now I'm putting another scope yeah. on it. Yeah. I, I was good enough without the scope. Uh, yeah, listen, listen there, you know, outlaw, outlaw Josie, Josie Wales over yeah, there. Right, yeah, no, I, I just, I, well. You knew that was coming. Yeah. You knew that of was coming. You know it was coming, course, Greg. Of course, hey, That's okay. That's right. Um, no, I'll tell you, what. what's really bad, though, is when you, okay, if I had, let's say, my Ruger 44 mag, right? Yeah. And, and then uh, I remember what we did was uh, my one brother one time, he he had a scope on his gun, and my cousin did not. So my brother was on the drive with us, and he says to the cousin, he said, well, here, use my gun with the scope on it because you'll get a better shot if a deer comes out. Well, the only problem is the cousin never shot a gun with a scope. So when a deer did come out of the woods and he put it up, <laughs> he couldn't find it. So he just started shooting from the hip. I mean, he couldn't find it in the scope. He wasn't used to it, so... My recommendation is don't use somebody else's gun. Use well, your own. That's a common, you know, use common, your own. common thing, Tom, that I've heard numerous times. My dad talks about a big buck he missed years ago when he borrowed someone else's firearm. Yeah. And uh, what was it? It was something where the action was different. So when he went to take a second shot, he didn't work the out. Uh, right. So one of, one of the things that is recommended is, you got to be familiar with your firearm. If yep. you borrow somebody else's, uh, unless you're, you know, really familiar and adept at going between different types, you're you're better off sticking with the one that you've practiced. Exactly. Kind of like golfing. Would you take a golf shot and have someone else hand you the golf club that you've never used before? Yes and no, depending on what club it is. Well. Well, if but, you need a driver what, and you don't I, have a driver, you'll have the other guy give you a driver. Well, but if, if you got gives, your own driver you used to using. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, because they, you know, golf clubs come in different lengths and all that, and there's different head sizes. And, yeah, there's different sweet spots on different clubs. So, yeah, and if you're used to yours, yeah, you wouldn't, if you're, just, you know. It just kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Same thing, well, maybe doesn't make sense with fishing rods and reels. Even when I used to play uh Dar Bart's bar. Bar Dar. <laughs> Dar Bart's? <laughs> Dar Bart's. 
You know what I mean. Yeah. Barred darts. Uh, I was, I never had my own nice darts. Yeah. I'd use the cheap plastic yeah. ones. And then someone the would. darts. And somebody would have their nice expensive. Remember yeah. when everybody yeah. was buying their oh, own yeah. custom. Sure. And they'd say, here, you th- use these. They'd be like, no, I'm just going to use these cheap plastic ones because these are the ones that I'm. You're used to them. Used to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we I got have it. my own set of darts. No, yeah. Every, anytime you want to go out and play, Bush, you're I'm oh, down. Oh, oh, I think oh, he threw oh. down the. I think he threw, threw the, the gauntlet, gauntlet down. By God, yeah. I, I see that's a challenge of, here. That's kind of like taking his glove off and slapping you in the face with it. <laughs> like the challenge. like the French guy did to the Fonz years ago. Yeah. Okay, we got to go to a break, and when we come back, we are going to be playing the NFL football picking contest. So be a contestant and win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. Curly's does, oh, they're going to have a big night tonight with the Badger game out there. They got drink specials. They got all different kinds of things. They yeah, got a, you're right. They got about 2,000 TVs all around the place. I think there's even TVs outside. I don't know. I'm making that 2, up. 2,000? Well, at least. <laughs> okay, I exaggerate a little bit. But Curly's Waterfront Club, it's a great place, especially if you want to watch a game. But it's good to go anytime. We need a caller, 799-1250, to play the NFL football picking contest. Um, and you will win that $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. So call right now, 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, welcome back, folks. It is now time for the NFL football picking contest. And uh, I know I probably went terrible last week, but take it away, Greg. All right. Last week, Tommy, you went one and three. <laughs> I know I did bad. To bring your season total oh, to God. 27 and 39. Terrible. Bushy also did not fare well going in one and three oh. to bring his season total to 32 and 34. Uh. But you still have that uh, four losses that you can yeah, throw Ron, away because yeah, right. Ron yeah, Heidenreich. Yeah, I can blame it on him. I went three and one for the week to bring my season total to thirty-seven and twenty-nine, and the callers went one and three to bring their season total to thirty-five and thirty-one. Now you know, Greg, that uh, since this is your last day, Jazz is going to yep. be taking over picking for you. Yeah. So. After, he, he better uphold that's your ex- standards. That's exactly when he when he said three and one last week. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I got a lot of shoes to fill. Yeah, Here we you go. do. Greg's, oh, a, Greg's a good picker. Yeah. But anyway, I, I tell you what, right I'll text now though, you. I will. He doesn't even have to pick because I'm so far ahead of you guys. Oh. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. There's only, but, there's but only three weeks left. But you're not that far ahead of the callers. Well, I don't care about that. Yeah, well, bragging. they could win. I don't care about that. It's bragging rights between you two, so that's oh. all that matters to me. Oh, no, I will I will text you there, before you before we get to the before we get to the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. I will text you for the picks. All, all right. right. I, I will we, not we, be awake for that one. Who do okay, we have? Right, Kurt? Actually, I will still be awake because I'll just be getting off work. Do we have Kurt? Yeah, we have Kurt on the line. Hey, good morning, Kurt. Good morning, guys. How are you, you? You know how this works, right? Yes, I do. All right, we'll let Greg uh, start us off here. All right, Kurt, we're going to start off in the college ranks. The Wisconsin Badgers travel to Miami today to take on the Hurricanes in the Orange Bowl. Bushy, pay attention. What? <laughs> <laughs> he never knows what's going on. <laughs> even what? though, even though this is a bowl game, Miami yeah. is playing at home. However, Wisconsin is a six-point favorite over the Hurricanes. Kurt, who you got? 
Oh, I got to go with the Badgers. All righty. Tommy. Yes, I'm going with the Badgers as well. I got, you know, yeah, definitely Badgers. Bushy. Uh, six points the Badgers get. They're giving six. They're giving six. They're giving six. Uh, Essentially, go- this is a home game for Miami with it being played, well, obviously, in Miami. Right. Wisconsin with- travels well, though. Yeah. Hurricanes with the oh, six. Oh, going Greg, Miami. Greg, before you pick, I will make a pick so you and I are on the same page. Obviously, Badgers, you would pick. Uh, I'm going to go with the Badgers as well. Okay. I don't. I don't think Miami. I thought Miami was overrated all year. They yep. barely won a lot of games, and they will not see a defense like Wisconsin all year. They're it's yeah. Wisconsin's going to defensively shut them down. Yes, they well, will. Let's hope so. Next game on the docket, since we have two NFC North matchups, right? Just two of them. We're going to go with Carolina at Atlanta. Ooh, that's Atlanta a good one. needs to win to get into the playoffs. Atlanta is a three and a half point favorite. Kurt, who you got? Uh boy. That is a tough game. Uh I'll go with Atlanta, see if they can uh they got incentive to win. All right, Bushy. What? What? Carolina, Carolina or Atlanta? <laughs> uh Atlanta. Tommy? I as much as I don't like Cam Newton, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Carolina. Not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso would always say. Atlanta? <laughs> would you choose, Greg? Uh, no, I'm gonna go with Carolina. Oh man, I, I can't. You can't. You can't go against Matty Ice. You really can't. Matty uh, Ice. Let's see. I had Matty Ice in fantasy, and he's been a bum all yep. year. When yep. it when it counts, though. Yep, he's been a bum when it counts too. Yep. And they <laughs> failed last week when they needed to win against New Orleans. That's and right. They're gonna fail again against Carolina. That's right. Carolina is looking to solidify a home field advantage spot. So they need this victory. All right. Who's next? All right. Next game is Chicago at Minnesota. Minnesota is a 11-point favorite. Kurt, who you got? Boy, uh, Minnesota. All righty. With the point. Tommy. Uh, I I should go with Minnesota, but I'm going to go with Chicago. Wow. I'm going to take the 11 points. Wow. Trubisky. <laughs> Every uh, week you talk about Trubisky. Yards Every Trubisky. week you talk about Trubisky. He's got a good name. <laughs> it is a good name. He's got a good name. Is this a Polish name? Yeah, no, oh, it's yeah. just a, it's just a good football name. Trubisky. Trubisky. Bushy. Yeah, Vikings. They'll win by a couple TDs. I'm going to Jeff? assume that you're going to pick Minnesota. I am going to pick right, Minnesota. Good. Okay, glad we can agree on that one. All right, final game on the docket. The beloved Green Bay Packers finish off their horrible season, taking on the Detroit Lions in Detroit. The Lions are a six and a half point favorite. Kurt, who you got? Boy, nobody's got incentive to win this one. Um, I'm going to take the home team, the Lions. Detroit could sweep the Packers for the first time since 1991 if they win. Yep. Is Detroit in the playoffs or no? no they are not in the no, playoffs. Not, they lost no. to Cincinnati last week. Yep. What? Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. They got to be looking to get rid of uh, their coach up Caldwell. there. Caldwell. Mm-hmm. He's on He's the hot gone. seat, that's for sure. John Fox, gone. Yeah. Um, Everybody in the NFC North except for the Vikings coach. I'm going to say fired. Green Bay. Green Bay? No. All right. That's just. Tommy. 
Well, we got the lock of the week coming oh, up. Oh, boy. The lock of the week is also a shoe-in of the week. I've been right the last three weeks in a row with my lock of the week, and here what comes one more. What was the lock of the week last week? Um, it was uh, the Vikings. What was it the week before? I don't remember that far back. Jeez. We're only getting one don't win a week, so I want to know which one it is. Don't ask me these tough questions. Lock of the week. Detroit. Okay. We'll bury the Packers, I'm sorry to say. I, I don't see the Packers winning. I was at the game last week, and talk about disapp- sitting in the cold disappointingly. Yep. That was probably the worst football game I've ever attended in my entire life. Yeah, and bad. I don't have a lot of faith in, in the Green Bay faithful. So, Detroit, you would pick. I, I'm going to go with Detroit as well. The Packers' defense is a sieve. Yep. And I don't – injuries, they have injuries up the wazoo. Brad, so. Bradford will have a good game. Stafford. Stafford, excuse <laughs> right. me. Stafford, Stafford will have a, a good game. He'll throw a bunch of yards. You know, he'll he'll throw a bunch. Well, and Kirk, I just want to say thank yeah. you guys for allowing me to take part in the NFL picks and allowing me to win the last two years. Oh, whatever. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Kurt, thanks. Good luck. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. You will right. be a certificate. Okay. Happy New Year. Thank you. Bye now. Yeah, the NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. Kurt's going to get a $10 gift certificate because it's real easy to beat or tie us. It was easier when John was around. <laughs> John would just be on the couch just hollering names. He wouldn't even listen to the game. <laughs> he, he, what? Jets. He'd always go, what? Jets. Jets. What's yeah. the game? <laughs> kind of like, I don't care. Yeah, Kind of like what Bushy does now. Yeah. We got to get his attention what? to listen. Eh, you know, I got that ADHD thing going on here. It's tough to stay focused. But uh, what was I going to say? But. The callers do have a chance to win this. They so do. So that's why Jazz has got to keep, you know, your record up there. Mm. The callers are doing very Thanks. well this year. My, yeah. The weights just keep adding on and on yeah. and on. Now, and as, we, as we go here. into the playoffs, Jazz, what we do is we let the producer pick because usually, you know, uh, he just picks, what, three or four games? What is it? Uh, next, well, next week you got the the we wild got, card playoffs. So well, you can we have, do all the playoffs. You're gonna have those four games. Those, we'll do all the playoff games, yep. and you could have a fifth game, which could be the college football playoff national championship. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. And then the divisional playoffs, you just have. I'm, I'm making those my four games. I'm making yeah. my pick right now for the for the playoff. I I want. I'd love to see the Georgia Bulldogs full, pull through and. And win it all. I love that quarterback, Jake Fromm. There's this yeah. te- the little television series on Go90 that followed him. And, th- and talk about just an overall great great kid, I guess you could say. Just, mm-hmm. I'll have to show you guys the show, what I'm talking about. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a great it's a it's a great it's a great show to follow through, follow well, through though. It, anything that an NFL, you know, because some of these kids are going to be entering the NFL draft. Some are coming out early, you know, some are coming right. out after their four years. But the one thing that an NFL quarterback has to be is smart. And resilient. He's got to have moxie, Tom. Yeah, he's got to have Get some. Get moxie. Got to have some cojones. Oh, let me oh, tell you let about moxie. Here we yeah. go. Okay. Moxie is like foxy, but with an M. All right, and with right. that, we're going to go to break. Yeah, with that, we're going to go to a break. Stay tuned for more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies. Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll be right back with more on... 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. On a long and lonesome highway East of Omaha 
You can listen to the engine moaning out as one note. So we're gonna listen a little you can think here. about um, the yeah, you must have played this back in your day, right? I can still play. Yeah, we did. And yeah. I did. Oh, yeah, you I, sing too, Tom? I, yeah. Were you kind of a, a crooner? Let, let, let's get a little bit right now. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. No. No. Not in the mood. It's a New Year's miracle. I'm not not in the mood. Maybe the chorus? We could do it together. Oh, I tried doing this at karaoke one time. Did you? Horrible. Yeah. yeah. How much beer I've was involved prior? Uh, probably about twelve pack, and then about <laughs> six shots. Nothing's nothing's worse than watching somebody at karaoke who actually thinks they're good. Yeah. And they're up there just like and they're um, oh, I'm not good dancing and with the I'll stars. Tell them, I'll tell them I'm not and good. And they're up there like, look he, at me. And here I, I am. And I learned the hard way that. When you're drinking, you think you sound better than what you do. You don't. No. <laughs> you, but you think you do, you know, but you don't. Think you do, but you don't. Because when, when I was in a band, we, we sometimes would uh, insert vodka for the water. And, yeah. Uh, we, we, That's we, my kind of we, show right we, there. We, we, learned, we learned, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a that's not a good move. You got more cojones than I thought back <laughs> in the day. Not a good move. Not a good move. Yeah. Well, we only had a band for one reason, Danny. Meet chicks. Yep. That's the only reason. <laughs> that's but it. I think I've run this by you before. Now you, your wife, uh, you were dating since high school, so well, last, you were cheating on year, her no, back then la- when you were meeting chicks. Last year of high school, actually. But. Well, well, the... well, well. Actually, after I knew her, and you after don't have a... to explain, Tom. We no, understand. after a while, when I was going with her, uh, after a while, she says, "No, I don't want you to do that band thing." Well, you she know. put two and two together. Yeah, you came home smelling like, looking like Tom, water. looking like Tom Selleck and smelling funny, <laughs> smelling like flowery stuff. No, with your that, shirt on, no. your shirt buttoned up, what, crooked. I'll with, tell you what, like there, out of line. There was this one. Uh, we 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 played at up. we played at this one place. We were a house band at this one place, and so remember the Messengers. They did the song Gloria, G L O R I A Gloria. That one. Yeah. But anyway, they were a house band. We were a house band at this one place, and and of course they had a hit song, and then they didn't come back because they thought they were too good, right? But that place would have black lights in it, and uh, any gals wearing. Uh, Thin white. white shirts, uh, you could kind of see through them. <laughs> hey. Love those black lights. <laughs> they don't have those anymore, do they? Oh, they got them. Do you can get them. them in- you can get them, but I don't know where they are. It's yeah. not very popular. It's not no. as popular as it used to be. No, back in the day, it was. Back, you, many, Guys would many buy black ago. lights for your dorm room. Yeah, and you yeah. had these posters. Yeah. It yeah. would like you turn on yeah. at night, and they were really cool. You, yeah. I had a panther yeah. coming out of the wall. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people smoked weed did that. Yeah. I never smoked Which, of weed. course, I never would either. We burned incense, no, but never smoked yeah. weed. <laughs> I never did. I, I was too busy that. cleaning. <laughs> I believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> and no, thank God nobody can see who you're pointing exactly. at. Exactly. There you go. I was too busy cleaning squirrels in the dorm room. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. Can I tell you the time oh, I, I cut God. off the head of a squirrel? Oh, God. And I, it was like 2 in the morning, and I wandered down to the pool room, you know, where we all played pool on the second floor, and I... Stuck it in where you reach in to grab the balls. I put it way in the corner where oh, you no. know a guy has Did to you reach really? back. Again. Yeah. Okay. Do, so you, like, do you remember? Do you remember his story about the letter he wrote from his? He read yeah, from his dad yeah, writing yeah, about him yeah. being six years old and yeah. throwing snowballs. Yeah. And, and him getting now, in trouble. They would have yeah. held me in for recess this is... on this one too. So like two weeks later, I'm standing in the lunch line. I forgot all about it. And there's two guys down south, black football players. You know, big guys. And they're standing behind me. And the one guy goes, 
man, he goes, I can't even eat today. And the other guy goes, why, man? What's the problem? He goes, I was playing pool a half hour ago, and I pulled out a squirrel's head. (laughs) And I totally forgot that I'd done that, right? And I busted up laughing in front of them. I'm thinking they're going to, you know, they're going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah, these guys were big linebacker guys, and I totally forgot that I put that big fox squirrel head back in the corner. Oh, then I took another one, and I put it, the resident uh, assistant or resident counselor, um, the the guy that gets you in trouble for water fights and stuff mm-hmm. like that, the guy was always, you know, writing me up. I put the squirrel head, balanced it perfectly on his doorknob, a squirrel's head. Well, then the rumor got going around campus that there were like some Satanists, like a cult <laughs> on the campus. Oh, this was a Bible college because oh, they were finding man. decapitated animals' oh, heads around geez. the, it was just me and the squirrel hunting. Okay. Now, you know what I want to get back to? The guts I put down the chute oh, and the whole dorm stunk. <laughs> there was like a big chute that whoosh, down from the third floor. You were terrible, Danny. Yeah. Uh, no, I wanted to get back to, I never did get back to, uh, the, the, when using tip ups for Pike wire versus, uh, um, what was that stuff? Not mono. Tiger uh, wire. No, not oh, tiger fluorocarbon. wire. Fluorocarbon. Yeah. Okay. I have never used, when I used to ice fish, cause I, I'm too smart now to do that. I know a lot of people enjoy it and all that. And, and I might go out once and occasionally, but I'm not too enthused about it. But anyway, I have never used any mono or fluorocarbon for pike. I always trust in the wire leader. We always catch some pike. But I do agree that in that clear water, you probably will get some more hits with the fluorocarbon. But I'm always worried about, boy, they get it in that mouth and they cut that baby, you know. So I suppose you can just use a heavier fluorocarbon, right? Yeah. But I I trust in the wire. I know they're not going to cut through that, you know. But then again, you know, it's kind of a trade-off. Do you do you want more chances at catching the pike? Well, from what or I, fewer chances, but knowing for sure you're going to get based it. Based on the article by Stangy and the Inn Fisherman, yeah. uh, he's using uh, like 20 pound, I believe, and he has yet to have a break off on it on the fluorocarbon. Yeah, he's got yeah. the numbers in there, and he kind of talked about the same thing. Yeah, I got to put my glasses on. Okay, I'll tell you exactly the numbers okay. here. Okay, you'll get the number. We'll wait for okay, Danny to open up that page. There. You could sing for you'll, everybody <laughs> while, you, <laughs> no, while that's everybody all right. waits. No, but that's the all right. fluorocarbon article. Yeah, he pretty much figured that he would be having uh, more bite-offs, um, but he's been. But he didn't. But see, he see, had, maybe. But he did say that he's probably due for it to kind of turn around a little bit. Um, let's see. What did he say here? The number. Of bite-offs. Okay. He said, okay. He said he was thinking a bite-off rate of 1 in 10 to 15 hookups would be acceptable if his catch rate improved. Right. Uh, He says, I would never have bet that I could catch 25 fish without a bite-off, much less 100. So he's basically talking that he's caught, landed well over 100 pike on 20-pound fluorocarbon without getting cut off, and one of those has been 20 pounds. There's been an 18, a couple 14s, and some other double-digit. So he's done surprisingly well so far. So it sounds like 20-pound fluorocarbon uh, is probably the way to go. 
Now, there's yeah, different. It's a good success ratio. Yeah, there. it is. Uh, and then they're talking about how Jason Mitchell, who uh, guides on North Dakota, you've probably seen him on TV. Uh, he was fishing uh, up in uh, Canada, and uh, let's see. No, they were in northern. Yeah, northern Manitoba, and they used 20 pound fluorocarbon and a single treble hook to fish dead baits, and uh, and they did well just with a single treble hook. Mm-hmm. Most guys like to use double. I've all I always use the single right under the dorsal fin, single under the dorsal fin, and uh, yeah, we we would miss a fish or two here and there, but generally for the most part, we catch most of them. Yeah. But there's different types of fluorocarbon too. Yeah, there's stiff stuff. There's there's some that has a little bit of a tint to it. Um, there's some that's clear. Um, I think the original fluorocarbon. Which company came out with the fluorocarbon? Seagar. Seagar. To my way of thinking, I would go with the original Seagar twenty pound fluorocarbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, some of that, and then you can also get in, some are more limp than others, some are stiffer than others, some have more abrasion resistance than others. You know, I mean, they have different grades of that fluorocarbon. So I would probably go with the more abrasion resistance, a little bit stiffer stuff, maybe. Yeah, no, that, that'd be for... That'd be for tip-up fishing, tip-up yeah. Fishing, but if yeah. you were putting it on your uh, spinning reel or baitcaster, then I would use the maybe more limp stuff for casting. And you know what? Oh, I got to tell you, I had a guy ask me yesterday... And I've had a few people ask me this every now and then. They'll okay. see me and they'll recognize me, and, and they'll say, "Hey, didn't you? Weren't you on Outdoor Wisconsin for many years?" Yeah, okay. Well, and the guy says, "This was amazing." And his name's Mark, and he hopefully is a new listener to the show. Gave him one of our cards, but he said, "Do you still fish?" I felt like making a smart-ass remark by saying, "And I still breathe too." Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course I still fish. You know, I mean. Why, why do, and I've had people ask me that before, just because I retired from outdoor Wisconsin as the fishing educator doesn't mean like I stopped fishing. I mean, like some people, okay, if you're a, a machinist, okay, and you retired from machining, I mean, okay, I can see you're not going to machine anything anymore. You're not a machinist anymore. Right, right. But <clears throat> I still fish. Of course I do. You know, well, I mean, I, I thought that was just a kind of an odd question. Do you well, still you fish? Well, you look at guys, Steve Billiot hung it up kind of quit. Dennis Radloff kind of yeah, he did. wrapped it yeah, up. So yeah. some people kind of get out, I get burned out and, I suppose. and quit. Yeah. You know, you can get burned out on anything. Yeah. But you know, well, I did tournament fishing. Yeah. I, I, I just you stopped. Don't tournament when, when, fish it stopped anymore. when it stopped being fun, I stopped doing it. And I, you know. Did but, you have like an epiphany when you quit uh, tournament fishing? Did it all of a sudden hit you, you know, where you you know what? Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not going to do this. Was I'll, there a moment, Tom? Yes. Well, tell us about that uh, moment. Well, it, make it short and sweet. I was sitting in a boat with one of my friends during a tournament, and I looked at him and I said, "This ain't fun." <laughs> it was, if it, matter of fact, it was a really hot day. I had just had heat stroke the day before, and so I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't over the uh, of it again. I wasn't right. over the effects of it. And I'm sitting there, and I said, "You know, this just isn't fun anymore." And uh, it was like after that time, but then. But then uh, this friend of mine, uh, it was like uh, three years later. Yeah. He said, Tom, he says, uh, my partner for, it was a big tournament, very prestigious tournament. Uh, A lot of big names would fish at net. And he said, Tom, he says, uh, the guy I was going to fish with bailed out on me. He says, can you fish with me? And I had done good on that lake before, right? Right. It was up in northern Wisconsin. And I said, sure. And we went up there and it it was just by luck we won it, right? Uh, But the thing was is, you know, 
even though I went back that time and, and, and we caught fish, I, I really wasn't having fun. I was just doing it as a favor to my friend. I wasn't having fun. Really? So. Yeah. That's because you're e- good at well, it. Well, no, but even though we were catching fish and all that, I was having fun catching the fish and all that. But just the requirements that you got to be here at a certain time to do this pre-tournament, I mean, then you got to take off at this time and do this and do that. I don't know. It got to be too much of a pain. It, just, it was just a pain. And now, I mean, I'll tell you what, after that, you know, and guiding, that's a pain too. But now that I just fish with family and friends, you know, it's it's relaxing. It's enjoyable. If I catch fish, great. If I don't, that's okay. I don't really care. But I mean, right. of course I'm trying, but... You know, if I don't get bigger bigger ones or whatever, I mean, okay, no big deal. You know, I'm just having a good time, especially when you can, like, for me, if I can be out with my kids, you know, being out right. with my kids, I I would rather see them to catch a fish anyway. Well, tournament you know? fishing, if you're doing it to try and make a living, then there's a lot oh, of pressure. That, yeah, you can't, in Wisconsin, you can't do that. You got to get up with the big boys, you know, you countrywide. Start yeah. doing the national. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that costs a lot, that costs a lot of money, you know, and probably costs a lot of marriages over the years. <laughs> Was your wife happy when you, when you quit doing the tournaments? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Your boyfriend wasn't, but she was happy. <laughs> yeah, the mailman was uh, very disappointed. Yeah, was, yeah we got to go. that would go forever. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to a break. Uh, there was something else. Oh, yeah, during this break, folks, uh, next caller at 799-1250, I'll be giving you a cutting-edge outdoors hat. I will mail that directly to you. And that's from the Cutting Edge Outdoors. And it's don't, really and don't nice be crabby hat. if you're not the first one that calls yeah. and don't win. Yeah, don't, don't just be hang up on Greg. Yeah, don't just hang up on him. All right, we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's the final countdown. Western Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. Give us a call if you got a hunting or fishing report. Um, some heart, some hardy ones, Tom, have been out ice fishing, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Some of those of us that are more wimpish have not been out at all. Right, and Greg's got a few people on the line here. We do. Yeah. All right. What do you got first? We have Ken from West Bend up first. All right. Good morning, Go- Ken. Good morning, Ken. Uh, good morning, Tom. How are you? Uh, good. Danny's here with me, too. Good. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you a fishing question before I, I told you that. I, I tell you that. I just wanted to let you know that I used to be your postman. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember <laughs> you. Yeah. Ask you Yeah. Are you still doing that or are you retired? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm semi-retired. Oh, okay. Well, Tom yeah. will tell his wife hi for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, my, my actual fishing question is, yeah. though, is... Do you have any idea uh, what a good spring uh, split ring plier uh, would look like? I mean, I've been I've been trying a couple different sp- uh, split ring pliers, and none of them seem to work very good. Have you ever found any that work good? I've never found any that are perfect. I mean, uh, but of course, you get what you pay for it. You the want one, the ones with the real, real narrow you, tip and yeah, end on it. You can't right. get a big cumbersome one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John Layman had a really tiny one years ago. That he used to use up uh, up at the musky shop to put hooks on his baits when he was making them, and that was the best one I ever saw. Seemed yeah. to work yeah. good, but yeah, you're right. It, it, spend a little bit more yeah. and get one that's a little bit better because they can be frustrating as heck. Are you yeah. building your own baits, Ken? Uh, no, but a lot of times I want to add split. Rings oh yeah, split rings off and then yeah, uh, right. I'm using most. 
mostly on bass size lures. Sure. It's just a uh, just a real pain trying to do it, and they're all built about the same with that little tooth up. Exactly. Front, you know? and, exactly. Uh, I would think maybe can a guy take and file that down where it's even thinner, that little tooth? Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe. Might, might be able to do that. Yeah, yeah try that once first, yeah. Okay, well, but, yeah, I appreciate it. All right. Hey, all right, nice talking fishing. to you, Ken. Thank you. Okay, bye now. Speaking and who else of, we got? Speaking of muskies, that is the best mascot name out there. Okay. The Lakeland University muskies. Yeah. The muskies. Oh, you guys were yeah. called the muskies. We were the muskies, yeah. baby. All right. And who you got now? Got a mascot running around with a Mark and Franklin. Looked like a fish. Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning. What's on your mind today? Okay, I got the question. I answer your mousy question. Okay. Okay, it's a drone fly larvae. Okay. Which lives in liquid pig manure. <laughs> really? Really? Well, that's what the information I got says. So don't be licking your fingers after you put it on. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll remember that. Liquid pig manure. Oh, how about that? All right. All right, thanks well, thanks for the info for, there. Thanks for the info. All right, take it care. It turns, turns into a fly like the other ones. And, and Tom, we had one of our listeners called and asked if they can still use the Swedish hook. Yeah. Now, for pike, like dead like bait, it. It, it, can, it kills them, I think, and very few people use them oh. anymore but i don't you They're, won't be able to use it with uh bait that's over a certain size they don't they have that quick strike rule nobody's going to be ice fishing no, with anything yeah, no that, a live bait bigger than whatever it is eight inches yeah, is that the the cutoff yeah, where if yeah. you got a live bait bigger than eight inches yeah. you have to have those a swedish quick strike hooks never rig. i did never like those and same thing remember the flagle rig what a work of art that was! That a flagel? was a flagel rig. That was a screwy. What's a flagel rig? rig? A fla- It was used for ice fishing for for your big smelt lure for your big dead smelt. Flagel rig. Flagel rigs. Look at you when you get home. Google it. Flagel rig. Some guy named Flagel came up with it. I would imagine. I guess. <laughs> hey, that could be a a, a Hornswoggle question. Too late. Well. well we can, They'd we, have to be listening now to know it, you know. We can spring it on them six months from yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Write that down, Tom. Not gonna happen. Yeah, not gonna happen. I'll write that. Okay, down. just like Tom posting his recipes on Facebook. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look six Come months on. from yeah. now to see if there's yeah. anything on there. There, I, there, there won't be a, a recipe for hot chocolate on there. I'll figure out how to put pictures on there too, and then you're gonna have to fi- do that too. What? Know? Well, yeah. Well, you know, it's our Facebook. Yours and mine. Yeah, you but know, you're the, the manager, Tom. You're the no, guy. No, no, put no, you no. in charge of that. You're going to have to put pictures on it. You're the guy in it. charge of it. No, you're going to have to put pictures on it. I think I it. put you as an administrator, so I think you, Danny, you, you have access to it. Danny? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't Good. administrate. Good. He has access to it. Do I look like it. a guy well, who could better. administrate well, you know anything? What? He don't remember the password or nothing. No, he doesn't have to. Once he goes onto his Facebook page, he has an option of going on to Cutting Edge Outdoors. Larry Mundello. There you go. That's what I'd like for my all password. Right. To all the listeners, the password is Larry no. <laughs> Mandelo. <laughs> yeah, Larry Mandelo. So anyway, Greg, this is your last one. It is. Last show. It is my you, last show. How many show. years have you been here at Two w? years. Two years? Oh, no, two years with this show. I've yeah. been with- uh, Two years you've been with us. With mm-hmm. the station for two and a half. Yeah. Oh, we want to thank you for getting up early yeah. on- Saturday mornings and it's dealing with us. It's been a pleasure working with yeah, you guys. It's been thank fun you for working having with me. You. Yeah, it's yeah. always good. Moving on to a police dispatch job with the Franklin Police Department. There you go. Do you, do you have to wear a uniform in that? Or I do. You really? Yeah. yeah. You have certain departments do. Yeah. Franklin is one of those. Oh. Oh. Do you carry Maybe. a gun? 
Uh, well, <laughs> I legally can carry a gun. Yeah. He has but, two guns hanging, yeah. hiding underneath yeah. his sweatshirt. Yeah. And they're going to let him have one bullet for it and yeah. put it in his top, like, like left Barney top fight. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> one bullet. Remember Barney? He'd, he'd get in some hot action. He'd be fumbling for that bullet in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Andy Wimbledon. Oh, he just died. Did he really? Don yep. Knotts just died? Oh, that's a shame. Wow. That's Answer. sad. Doggone it. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well anyway, uh, people are, you know, yeah, ice fishing's in swing. Is, is, swing is, out aren't the, the squirrels and rabbits still around? S- squirrels are still, still open. open, yes. Phone number. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Sounds all right. Great. Well, I guess I guess that's about it. That's it. For that's the all, show. That's right? all I got. Yeah. To I all think- the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. That's you, Danny. Huh? What? You've been oh, listening you've been to listening the Midwest Shooters Podcast. Shooters Podcast. Shooters Shooters All right, good job. <laughs> Jazz, we're a well-oiled machine. Yeah, it is. Next yeah. week, my friends. I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah. this. All right. See you, Greg. Good luck. And thanks, folks, for listening. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.